This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you in part by Rosedale Communications, offering author-centric literary consulting, writing, and editing services to help you capture your voice, craft your message, edit your content, and publish your completed manuscript for business or ministry online at craftingyourmessage.com. Hey, it's producer Michael Miracle here with a quick word of thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. It's folks like you who make this workplace movement work. That's why we strive to highlight great authors and experts who bring phenomenal insight on how to bring Jesus into your workplace. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and coworkers, and together we'll make the I Work For Him mission a success. Thanks again for listening. Let's start the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to I Work For Him this afternoon. You know, each day we just try to bring a challenge to you and to me into looking deeper into our faith and connecting what we hear on Sunday with what we do in our 9 to 5, whatever that 9 to 5 looks like for you. Just remember that the job that you hold, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus, and you may be their only chance. Please check us out online at iworkforhim.com where you can sign up for our newsletter or or you can get the podcast by email. And in that email, every day you can get a podcast. Like here was the yesterday's show. Get that sent out to you. At the same time, get our weekly blog. I write a, a weekly blog and you want to get this week's blog coming up comparing how is Groundhog's Day, how is the groundhog from Groundhog's Day like the Holy Spirit? That one comes out tomorrow. Get Make sure you check that out on our Facebook page. I work for him. Shout out to all of the stations tuning in from all across the country. Just want to thank you for tuning in. And wherever you're hearing our show, just know that we prayed for you ahead of time. That something we say today would cause you to dig deeper into your faith. You know, as we know it, February is love month. How are you showing love in an appropriate way to all those around you at home, work, and in your neighborhood? So there's so many ways we could show love, but how do we show love that's demonstrated long past our passing from this life to the next? How about planning for your own financial future and planning for your passing on to the next generations? Luke and Dave are back here from Bel Air Wealth Management. Find them online at Bel Air Wealth Management. <laughs> that, that, what? That's kind of a delay, Dave. I'm, I'm here, man. I'm here. We we brought Dave in. Dave is on a mission to Mars, and uh, he, he's calling in. He's calling in from the spaceship, and uh, and we were just so grateful we got him before he blasted past the atmosphere. Luke Andrews, Dave Cruz, welcome to I Work for Him. Thanks, Jim Thank Brangenberg. You, Jim. It's great to be here. This is the first time we've done this where Dave is not with us in the studio. It's weird. It, it is kind of weird. I'm sitting in his chair. Yes, you are. In just the heart, of, it's my, heart of Florida. Hey, it's my new chair, Dave. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> you, I like this oh, one man. better than the hard wood chair. It's, I'm looking at the other chair, man. <laughs> Did I lose my chair? My you might have. If I wasn't there, I might lose my seat. Yeah, <laughs> lose your seat. Lose you your seat. Your seat. In, fact, we say. in fact, Luke moved into your office this afternoon. He said he, he, said he <laughs> I, liked <laughs> Heck, don't tell him that yet. <laughs> He's not here. I'm still in the process of moving. He'll man. have it done before he'll, he gets he'll back. Want but... to move. He'll want to move back because he has to stand up there. You know, he needs, I, he needs I like there. standing, actually. I Why like you got to stand up? Why you that, st- that desk thing. Oh, the desk thing? He's what? got the one desk that you have that to stand up. It goes up and down? Yeah. Wow, Dave yes. Cruz, you're a hitter. That's impressive. It, that the funniest thing is when I walk in and like he's he's sitting down in the chair trying to use it because it, it's like hands are up by his ears because the, the level <laughs> is it can't hand. go down. That you can't go down. 
It doesn't go down. It enough. doesn't go it down flat down, with the desk. It's not as far. About like the, far about six inches like. off a regular desk. Oh, okay, you guys can't talk over each other. Now that we're in, not in the studio, you can't talk over each other. Okay. I'll talk over them anyway. So here's here's the here's the deal. We're gonna start off talking a little bit about love before we talk about bubbles. So today the topic is love, love. and bubbles. Bubbles. That's what Dave wanted to talk about. Dave wanted to talk about bubbles. Luke wanted to talk about love, so we're talking about love and bubbles. And we, I, I, okay, good. <laughs> it's, it's something I love like those that. Bubbles. Love That's those right. bubbles. It's something like that. Uh, well, Dave, in in the spaceship on your way to Mars, is that got a is that got a full service bathroom or? That's where I'm sitting now. Okay, I thought it sounded like you were in the bathroom. Okay, no, I'm I'm outside. I'm outside on a terrace. It's nice oh. outside today, man. It, it is, is. Right. very nice. Yeah. All right, so, boys, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? You know, it's 13 days away. How do you guys feel about Valentine's Day, Dave? Oh, man, you, you asked the wrong person. <laughs> I think it's a commercial, one of those commercial things where they just try to get you to buy flowers and chocolates and cards. It's, I, it's, I got a better uh, answer. Well, wait, wait a minute. I, I knew you would. I knew you I, would. Isn't the whole idea behind it's just a reminder for us men to treat our wives the way we're supposed to be treating them all year long, but it's a good reminder. And and so you're saying you don't ever do that stuff for Pam on Valentine's Day? No, I always not not anything special because I do it all year long. Oh, oh, yes, sir. Hey, Pam, the studio line is 877-943-9673. Please call in and verify Dave's words. <laughs> She right, thinks Luke. I'm in Orlando. She doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text her. Okay. All right, Luke, what about you? How do you feel about Valentine's Day? Hey, I, I actually feel like Dave does, but since my wife likes it, Daddy like it. My wifey like it. I like it. That's what I've learned. So Smart she man. likes it. I like it. You know, because um, I, I tried early in our marriage. It's just another day. Really? Do we have to? And she's like, uh, hello. No, it's not. So it's not. It's actually not just another day. So, so like I don't know. Hallmark, it's kind of like the Hallmark cards. Though. It's the silliest thing I've ever seen. You go in and buy a card that somebody else wrote, somebody else's sentiments. And, and well, that's you do your own. That's nice. Me too. So you, so you're saying that you write your own cards with your own words when you write a love letter to Pam. That's what I'm kind of uh, implying. I wouldn't come out and say it. <laughs> <laughs> Pam, the studio no- number is eight seven seven nine four three ninety six. Okay, okay. So, uh, you know, I don't know if I ever told you guys the story about Valentine's Day, but when Martha and I were getting married, she made me promise. That when I my I started going bald, I would never do the comb over because my dad did the comb mm, over thing. Right, okay? right. She made me promise I wouldn't do that. Yeah, Dave, I probably already told you this story, but I, I, the rest of the listeners haven't heard this. A little more dirt on Martha and I. Okay, so <laughs> so I said, well, that's fine. So I got to go bald gracefully, which you guys have neither of you guys have ever seen me with anything longer than a shaved head. Mm-hmm. Okay, because when we moved to Florida, I said, well, I'm, I'm going bald. I might as well just shave it. Nobody will even know no, that I've red right. hair. New okay. But I said, but what do I get in return? Well, what's the deal? What's the, what's the exchange for this? And she goes, well, I don't know. I said, well, how about this? How about I don't ever have to buy you roses on Whoa. Valentine's Day or Mother's Day? I can, but there's no expectation. Uh-huh. That, that has worked. You're, that has worked for thirty-one years so far. Yeah, Dana doesn't. She's not a flower person. My daughter loves flowers, but my my wife she she would prefer chocolate-covered strawberries from a store. I don't, go ahead, there, give them a shameful plug. Okay, oh, edible arrangements. I mean, there's okay. Really my yep, Pam likes her Pam likes her fresh flowers every week. She replaces fresh flowers on the table, wow. and that's just a weekly thing she does. Oh, she does it. You don't do it. <laughs> I don't have to then. 
Oh, my <laughs> word. And this anybody that is thinking about chocolate-covered strawberries, don't think you're going to walk <laughs> up to their storefront the day of or the day before. Oh, you, need, you need to oh. do it now. But Put if you want to get in. flowers, wait till Publix gets them out there. Unlike the 12th or the 13th, they always have a ton of great selection, and they are very reasonable at Publix. Another two shameless plugs right here yep. on I Work right For Him. him. All right, so him. so here's here's the deal. So it's... Luke, what's your favorite? So, what 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 do you usually get, Dana, for Valentine's well, Day? It's usually chocolate covered strawberries. Just the chocolate covered yeah, strawberries. No, no, do you write? Do you... Yeah, no, I get a card and I write something special in it. Definitely, you yeah, because you know it, it is your an, own words. It's not an opportunity. Hallmark's words. Well, Hallmark has theirs. I'll underline some good ones, but I write my own. <laughs> I write my own, and I, I try to tie in some scripture. You know, that just want just trying to be the light, and you know, and uh, I mean that's that's our job. If if it's important to her, again, I've learned that over the years. It's if it's important to her, it's got to be important to me. Oh, no truer words have been spoken than those words right here. I I work for him. All right, Luke1428 says, don't begin until you count the cost. For who would begin construction of a building without first calculating the cost to see if there's enough money to finish it? We all know we're going to die one day. Why is it so few of us plan for that eventuality, Dave? I think people still, even though intellectually you know you're going to die, people don't like to think about it. They're, they're afraid of it because it's something we've never done before. So most people are a little bit, of, <laughs> a little bit afraid of things. Most you of don't us, do. mo- all of us, Dave, no, no, that I, are on the show, <laughs> no, I have I, never I, experienced. I interviewed somebody the other day for a show that's going to happen this spring who died in the operating table, saw herself on the operating table, and, came, and they brought her back. Okay, so yeah, there's like there's a few, there's a few. Okay, sorry. So Dave, but, but he interrupted. I, he interrupted you. Dave. It's very rude. I know. No, <laughs> no, but I think that's why people don't don't plan as much as they should because it's something easily procrastinated for. Uh, something you don't like to do. That's you put it off until tomorrow, and tomorrow never comes. Mm. Yet tomorrow or it comes. It just comes unexpectedly. And it comes oh, it never, never really comes. Unprepared. Tomorrow, right. then tomorrow's the next day. So tomorrow never comes. All right, when we come back, ah, lots good more with did Luke you, and did Dave. Did you get that? Tomorrow never comes because it's always today. It, well, it's always tomorrow. It's always tomorrow. Right. It's always so tomorrow. But it's, it's never going to. It's never going to. No, it's always today. It's never tomorrow. <laughs> All right, Audience, Luke, give out your cell phone number quick. 727-798-4188. 727-798-4188. Call, text. Let's do it. That's right. Right now, during the show, text Luke. 727-798-4188. Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management. Bubbles and love. Of course, love because it's February. And it's now. Can you believe it, Luke? No, Dave, no. It's February already. Daughter just turned sixteen. I saw that I on Facebook. She's turned. Dave, 16. did you see that on Facebook? That Luke's daughter I saw turned sixteen. I saw that. Yes, I have three daughters that probably would be jealous. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking I wanted to get adopted by Luke. Oh, come on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Next That's question. Wait. I can't wait to listen to that podcast you have coming tomorrow. I mean, that really... No, not my podcast. Like a... It's my blog. It's my blog. So oh, I wrote a oh, blog. Oh, okay. I thought you said it was a, a podcast. No, see, if you sign up for my daily podcast, at the end of the week, you get my blog, too. Oh, okay. okay. And it's a, well, it's it a sounds, good one. Cause... Sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. It's fun. There's nothing that, that, that drives me more crazy than Groundhog's Day, but the movie... With Bill Murray, mm-hmm. that was movie. that that had so many spiritual parallels in it. It, it just it's fantastic. So I, I just love it. All right, we're talking bubbles and love, love because of Valentine's Day. But Dave, you wanted to talk about bubbles. I did. Okay, maybe it was. Luke. Well, I mean, I think. <laughs> well, no, I th- well, I think the topic is it's good timing right now because 
when we're talking to our clients, not necessarily a bubble, but that that's what that's the term that was loosely used back in 2008, right? With the real estate market, the real the stock market, it was this bubble that um, you know exploded and everybody lost millions. Wasn't and that more of like a nuclear and, bomb? Yeah, well, it was one of the greatest one greatest recessions of our time. So yeah, everybody was affected. But anyway, so a lot of our questions that we're getting because th- that time period is still right in the rearview mirror where sure. people it's just, there's it's, a lot of cautious. You know, we're, we're optimistic but trying to move forward cautiously and the one question not they don't say the word bubble they'll just say is can it go any higher or, you know are we setting ourselves up just like in 2008 or, you know so that's what the whole concept of what is what is a bubble are we in a bubble well and it feels like on the real estate side that the that it's not as ridiculous of a bubble that we were, as we were in in 0405 here in Florida right. Yeah. Seems a little less well, irrational. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Dave. And the stock market, stock market is not irrational at this point either. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in two thousand, even when the dot com, now that was a bubble. Mm-hmm. People were buying dot com companies just simply because they had dot com behind their name. There was no business plan. There was no earnings. No profit plan. Um, and the PE, the PE, and the Nasdaq went over six hundred. Mm. Okay, now, and the higher the P.E., Dave, 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 P.E., people think you're talking about FIED or physical I'm, education. Okay. What are you talking All about right. when you say P.E., Dave? All right. If, if you just take the earnings and divide it, divide the earnings by the profit, that's the P.E., the profit to earnings ratio. So if a 15 P.E. means a company would earn earn that amount of money back in 15 years. So the lower six years, a six P.E. means they're learning back in six years. So obviously the lower the P.E. ratio, the more value in a stock, all other things considered equal. And so what is the average P.E. price to, or, or uh, uh, would you say profit to earnings ratio? I thought it was always price to earnings, so I had always said that wrong. Profit to earnings ratio what, today. I mean, if they were it's, ridiculously high in, in 2000 and in 2008, what are they at today? Between, it's hard to say for sure, but the S&P appears to be between 18 and 20, which is maybe slightly higher than, than the average over the last 50 years, but not much. I mean, it's, uh, and one of the reasons it can be higher is because interest rates are, are still historically low. So there's well, no other They're going up. Uh, woo, going up fast. Are they going up fast? What's oh, yeah. going on there? Well, it's just that the tenure, you're starting to see these rate adjustments with the Fed and, and, and then long-term rates are starting to follow. So you're seeing mortgage rates. You know, Back in December, you were seeing mortgage rates in the threes still. Now yep. you're in the fours. And if you're pulling cash out or you're doing something, you're at a, maybe a higher risk level type loan, you're in the fives. So uh, yeah, things are changing. Yeah. It's still, historically, they're still really low. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but they've been low, low for a decade. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what's incredible is that we've had, you know, it's our kids were both able to get mortgages in that 3% range. Right. I mean, almost our free. grandparents didn't have mortgages in the 3% range. Yeah. I think right. my first mortgage was at 7%. That was back in 19, early 70s. So, Did you have we running water 70s. in that first house? Oh, man. Oh, I gosh, just, here we that, go again. That was 1970s. <laughs> oh, I thought you said There's 1907. There's a lot of audience. There's oh, a lot of 1907. audience. 1907. <laughs> I'm just, you know, just because you're not in studio, we can pick on you better. All right, so, so we're talking bubbles. Luke, why is it, 
you know, how high can the market go, guys? I mean, it's, you know, as Christ followers, we always got to have a perspective because in the end, we know it all implodes and everything becomes worthless at the end mm. because that's what the Bible says. It will all be worth, it'll, what did it say? Bread will be trading for $20 a loaf. I mean, it's, it's going to get really ugly, but we don't know whether that's 10 years from now or 110 years from now or 1,000 years from now. Right. So we can't operate like that. So how do we, um, how, how do we deal with the market being so exuberant right now? I mean, you're talking companies when they got that when that tax reform came through. I mean, people. Yeah. I mean, it made some big differences. Well, that, that's um, yeah, and I think Dave would agree is that as long as companies continue, like like he alluded to with the bubble of the internet bubble, their, their companies weren't making money. You know, they had a negative PE, you know, there were, there was no money being made. And nowadays the companies are actually doing very well. They're reporting strong earnings. They're forecasting strong earnings. They're beating estimates. So this is what's driving our market today. This isn't, um, you know, some flash in the pan exuberance where there's no inter- there's like an internet, um, you know, backdrop to it. This right. is this is tr- this is companies doing very well on the global stage, and you, and you hit it with the real estate market. You know, we're we're starting to reach some of the levels we were at in two thousand five and six, and we're going to break through those levels. So, to, but it's to, slower, slower, much slower now. Last two years, we we had some craziness, but this this last twelve, last six months, you've really seen things start to settle down well, in the, the mortgage net three to five percent. Mortgage rates will affect that, but here's what I wanted to Canadian get at: is dollar trade too is people's wages are starting to go up. I read a report today where they're on pace to hit 2.5%, which is the highest since, I think it said, 1970. And the goal is to get wages to increase upwards of 4%. But what's happening is, like you said, these bonuses, people's wages are increasing. Taxes are coming down. They're going to be able to afford a little bit more on a house, a little bit more on the interest rate. So things are, the economy is moving, in my opinion. It's, it's 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 a nicely oiled machine right now. Dave, I got a question for you, but I want to give out Luke's cell phone number. So in case you guys want to text Luke a question that you want us to ask from him. Listen, these are guys, Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management, where you can find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. I'll give you, sorry, Dave, I took your part. Uh, these are guys that love Jesus, understand your financial perspective from an eternal perspective. That's what they, they do each and every day. And so that's why once a month we come on the air just to talk about some practical stuff, because as Christ followers, we have to be good stewards of what we've been given. So if you got a question for Luke, text him. Yeah, 727-798-4188, 727-798-4188. Dave, you know, one of the things that uh, President Trump's uh, analysis was when he, when he passed a tax plan, when he said, listen, we're going to get companies because we're going to be reducing the corporate tax rate. We're going to be getting companies to lower or to bring back business to the states. And I heard yesterday that Chrysler committed to building a new plant in Alabama. Chrysler did. Um, Chevron. Also Ford, Ford, I think, is building a plant back in Michigan that they had in Mexico. And look at Apple. You talk Apple. about a plant. Apple's talking two hundred. second billion, headquarters. $200 yeah. billion. 20,000 new jobs. $200 billion they're bringing back, so they're repa- repatriating that money. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, it's, Chevron it's was just announced, $50 billion in investment. 
Um, you know, the, these are the things that are driving our economy and our markets to the next levels. So, you know, if you're on the fence, I mean, if you kind of feel like, you know, wow, this, you know, a lot of people right now are even thinking, should I even, should I even, you know, get in right now? And, or yeah. should I even or start to invest? Or and yes, absolutely. People asked that question all last oh, year. They sat yeah. in the sidelines, oh, sat on the sidelines and they're like, oh, I missed how many percent? Yeah. I mean, the average lousy investor made 10% last year. Yeah, probably. Lousy. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a good, okay. But Guys, you guys will sit down with people and help yeah. walk them through this. You're not going to put them in the riskiest stock. You're going to you're going to talk to them about yeah. what they're comfortable with, right? Right. Wow. Well, exactly. And we, I have clients now that they 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 could care less about returns on the market. They they want a specific yield on their money, and that's all they want. Nearing retirement, they were a part of the 2008. Even though that they have a better understanding of the market and it's doing better, they're just focused on a dividend yield. So yeah, so and and we look for for companies or, or funds that have been around for years. And years and years historically have paid a consistent dividend so we can help you build a portfolio Even that's just past for performance is no guarantee of future results. results but you know there are there are funds that have a long time history that, that that will kick out a specific yield and sometimes you're going to participate in the market value of that stock even going up so you kind of get but best of both worlds so but to answer your question yes we, we don't stick everyone into the stock market there is we, we we'd like to encourage you to have at least a very uh, a portion of your portfolio but we have all sorts of vehicles you can find them online and you should look them up bel air wealth management .com that a boy. There you go. I thought he went. Got, I thought he oh, went. All the way from Orlando. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Doing the show remote with Dave today. He's never. We've never done this before. Normally, we let him go on vacation and we don't make him call in. But today, today we made him call in. So you know, we're talking love and bubbles with with Luca Davis. Let's go back to Valentine's Day for a minute because these people, our listeners, need to know that you're real, real guys. Because if they're going to do business with you, if they want to add you or take you on as their financial advisor, they need to know why. And again, Luke and Dave are, they've been sponsors of our show since it was day one. They're, they're just guys that are great friends. They mm-hmm. are our financial advisors. You need to talk, you should talk to them. If you aren't in love with who your financial advisor is, if you haven't talked to your financial advisor in years, or you don't have a financial advisor, you need to check them out. Bel Air Wealth Management. Dot com. Thank you. Wow. Or you can call, or you can text Luke at 727-798-4188. All right. Let's talk about the impact, you know, love, the source of love. Luke, where's it come from? Source of love. Well, God, God's, sent his only begotten son that whoever so believeth shall have eternal life. God so loved us. He loved the world. You know, the good news about that scripture, John three sixteen, is it doesn't say God so loved Jim. It doesn't say God so loved uh, Americans, right? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So that, 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 that's the foundation of who we are. God also tells us the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And then he says to love your neighbor as yourself. He didn't say like your neighbor. He says to love your neighbor. Love is an action verb, right? Love is not a, uh, an emotion. Well, actually it is, right? It can be. It can sure. be an emotion. You can have emotionally Short-lived. be in love. Short-lived, right. But over the long term, love is an action. So it, it's not just us um, you know, saying we love you, but it's what are we doing action-wise to really, uh, you know, to to stand for what God says love is. Well, and and he took it a little further, didn't he, Dave? Because he said, not only do I want you to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself, he said, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That's like out of control. I mean, come on, Dave. What, what do you think about that's that? That's pretty hard. That's pretty hard. But but you know, we have to strive. We're never going to accomplish it, but we have to strive to be like Jesus. 
And on the cross, what did what did he say to all the people down there that were doing them? Father, forgive them. He loved yeah. them, even even hanging on the cross. I mean, it's just beyond my comprehension. I wish you know, I wish I could do that, but yeah. but I guess I I probably won't in this lifetime. <laughs> you know, I had a buddy of mine give me a prayer just from his heart, and one of the things that just Lord continue to teach me today how to love and forgive unconditionally. Because that's really what it means to be a Christ follower, and that's what sets us apart. There's no, there's no acceptance for, un, if unconditional, because that's what Jesus did: yeah. unconditionally love and unconditionally yeah. forgive. It's we, loving we the unlovable. We could get into that, Jim, because I'm not sure he did that. But that's that, that would take a longer discussion. Oh wait, wait, wait! I mean, go ahead. Are, Controversy and I work for him. Go ahead. There are conditions to his forgiveness. I mean, we have to, to his repent. forgiveness. And, to his yes. forgiveness, but he wants yes. us to be unconditional in our forgiveness because we've been forgiven so much, we're not supposed to be able to say, well, I'm not going to forgive you, Dave. You offend me. Forget it. No. Okay, He's calling yeah, I was, us. I was, I was saying the Lord's forgiveness is, well, I didn't, is, I was, uh, wow. is, is conditional. Okay. Listen, we're not married. You can't read my mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even Pam can't read your mind. But you're right. God's got conditions to his forgiveness, and it's a total surrender. But we, as Christ followers, are supposed to be unconditionally forgiving because we've been forgiven everything. So well, we've been to... forgiven so much more than what he asks us to forgive. I mean, it's just not even the same. It's not the same ball game. All right, let's go back ball to game. six. Hey, ball game. we have a there. ball game this weekend. We we do. Are you guys? Are you football? Oh, football. For, oh, that football. Or, or <laughs> There's a football yeah. game. I forgot about that. There's a football uh, game. See, like, <laughs> see, all my friends in Minnesota. Now I'm going to get hate mail. All my oh, friends yeah, in Minnesota oh, said yeah, this is right. the year. This is the this year. Is like, it. You know what, people? I've been. I was a fan. I haven't been a fan for 20 years since they blew the last huge deal, and and I said. They're they're gonna find a way to blow it. They're gonna find a way to blow it, and they didn't even show up for the football game. So and they they could have the Super Bowl in their own backyard. How cool would that have been? All right, so yeah. no, I don't really care who wins, but I would like to see Tom Brady, you know, have a great day and then retire. But I don't. You know, it doesn't really matter. If he wins, he's not retiring. He, he doesn't. He can't retire. He's it's forty like, years old. I mean, how many hits can a guy take? That's it, man. He doesn't get hit much. He gets rid of the ball quickly. Mm. <laughs> so, Dave, who are you picking? Well, I got to root for the Eagles just because, um, you know, they're not the franchise that wins every year. <laughs> They've never won one. They haven't won one since the NFL championship in 1960. Who, the, yeah, so, the Eagles? So, Eagles, Eagles, okay. So you got to root for the Eagles. You always got to root for the underdog, right? Unless they're in your backyard, but our underdogs apparently aren't, you know, won't be there for a couple more years. <laughs> I could care less. It's just football. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but no, the cool part about the Minnesota quarterback was his quote online after they won that really incredible comeback when he when somebody asked him, hey, was this the greatest moment in your life? And he goes, nah, no, number three. My faith in Coast. Faith yeah, my first, yeah. Was my number one moment was when I gave my life to Jesus. My number two was when I got married. Number three, this was pretty, this is number three. <laughs> like, yeah. It's still pretty high up. Yeah, we, we've got, I, I think Nick Foles, too, also, uh, you know, something similar, you know, in the national championship game, the f- true freshman quarterback for Alabama, you know, first thing he did is he gave glory to God, man. We've got some, you know, I, I pray for a revival throughout our country at, at different times and it should be something yeah. I do all the time, but you know, you're, I mean, I believe you're starting to see, you know, people in high places and big positions and that have influence on people starting to take a stand publicly about who Christ is and, and how he affects their life, you know? So that's exciting. Sorry. Hijack that. 
No, that's, that's all right. Okay, so let's just talk about, okay, we're, we talked about love. Let's talk about bubbles. Okay, so there's a lot of people out there just worrying, okay, are we in a bubble? We got a lot of people that just tuned in. Hey, we're talking with Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management today. You could check them out online at belairwealthmanagement.com. Or you could text Luke right now, ask him a question while we're on the air. Right now, you can. 727-798-4188. Or you could also text him when we're not on the air. Yeah, this is true. Because this show gets played and replayed and replayed. Yeah. I'll answer my phone almost all the time. Uh, Or you can call the office at 727-586-5655. Good job. Nice job. Okay, so the bubble. We've talked about you're not worried about a bubble for the most part. What about a pullback? Unless you bring up Bitcoin. Then, then there's a bubble. Yeah. Okay, talk to me about it. I mean, there's a lot of those electronic currencies out there. Why do you pick just on Bitcoin? There's a lot of them out there. Well, Bitcoin has some problems of its own. I mean, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some other cryptocurrencies that do a lot more, a better job of what a cryptocurrency could do than what Bitcoin does. So, I personally, I'm, I'm not an expert in cryptocurrency. I think, I think. Uh, I think there's going to be a survivor, maybe a couple survivors, but um, just just my opinion, I don't think Bitcoin will probably be one of them. I'm pretty sure there's a survivor. I've read the book. In the end, there's a one-world currency, and it's going to be a cryptocurrency. (laughs) That I'm pretty sure. People, if you don't read your Bibles, you won't be able to interpret like the current events and cryptocurrency. That's part of the deal. Yesterday, what about the announcement yesterday, guys? Google, Amazon, and Warren Buffett, what problem are they going to solve? Healthcare. I thought that was... Um, Healthcare. I, I, to put that kind of power, money, and brains behind that problem, that is a huge problem. I think it's fantastic. I think it gives hope for, for, for another part of our economy. We did the research last night in our Bible study because it came up in a conversation. Uh, Google's market cap, almost half a, half a trillion. Amazon's yeah. market cap, $700 billion. And, Mar- and uh, Warren Buffett is a slacker at only $60 billion. But combined, they're almost $1.4 trillion in, in, in market capitalization. You know, so if they want, I mean, and they represent um, online commerce and just about the information on everybody in the world. Yeah. So they saw that. I mean, that's throwing some big money behind it. Interesting. Uh, big money. I mean, if you put those three together, Berkshire is more than just Warren Buffett, also. So it's right, of course. I, I thought it was J.P. Morgan. I thought it was nope. J.P. Morgan Chase, Amazon. No, it was that Warren Buffett's name was in it, wasn't it? Did I get it wrong, Dave? Well, uh, J.P. Morgan is in there. Um, yeah. So who isn't? Amazon yeah. is J.P. Morgan. Berkshire. It was Google. I, I think Google I, was in there I think, too. Yeah. I, I believe Google right. is too. But anyway, we'll, right. we'll look it up. We'll look it up while we're talking. But so, so talk about what's. I'll look it up. You'll look at no, because yep. you need to answer the next question. I can do two things. Well, at well once. Dave, go ahead and talk about the difference between a, a pullback and a correction. Well, what, what they a pullback and a correction, I think, are synonymous. Okay. A a, um, a bear market is usually defined as a twenty percent, twenty percent or more correction. A pullback of at least twenty percent, but you can get a pullback or a correction of. You know, I I think we're well overdue for a five, six, seven, eight, ten percent pullback or correction from the market high to the market trough, and those happen frequently. Um, in fact, Luke was Luke was sharing some things with me last week how quick they recover. 
Yeah, I actually have that data here. This is dating back to 1945, so about 72 years ago. There has been uh, 77 declines during that 72-year period of an average of 5 to 10% in market value. Um, and so, you know, that, that's basically one every, ten, one every year, right? And we 72 years, 77 declines, you know, pretty close to one per year average. The average decline has been 6%. So what happens during these, these normal cycles in the market is people get, they start to panic. You know, their reptilian brain tells them, oh boy, this is the big one. I got to get out before the last one got me. And, you know, so the average decline is 6%. It takes about one month to decline that to that 6%. And, but here's the key. It only takes one month to recover. Um, then you look at the next kind of category from 10 to 20% declines. There's been 27 of those since 1945. So it's at one every nine years or so. The average decline is 14%. The average time it takes for that decline is four months. And the average months it takes to recover is four months. So these are that five, that, that zero to 20% is really a normal type of uh, normal cycle within the, the, the scope of the and, business. And the key there is not to panic. Don't panic. Yeah. Exactly. Those aren't That's when you panic. the time to sell. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, well, unless you're, an, unless you're a, a, not a smart investor and they don't have you guys as a financial advisor, a lot of really smart investors, they uh, sell at the, uh, on the sell way low, down. They sell, high. Yeah, sell low and buy high. Right. Hey, by the way, I was wrong. It was Amazon, Berkshire Hathaway, and Warren Buffett, JP, yeah. and J.P. Morgan yeah. Chase, which that makes more sense because J.P. Morgan Chase probably has way more employees than Google. Yeah, uh, but yeah I'm they wrong. have a- Yeah, I, I, I'm wrong. I got it wrong. That's all right. Yeah, I probably got that news <laughs> off of M- M- MSNBC or something Fake like that. Fake news, yeah. All right. You can find them online, and I recommend that you do Bel Air Wealth Management. Dot com. I got it. I got it. I had to get you off my speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I had a low-flying helicopter come over, so I, I muted you for a minute. <laughs> Too funny. Uh-huh. Low-flying helicopter. Hey, he's done a good job today. I think you're doing let's, just great. He's, right, he's done a great let's job. Let's ask some questions. Nice right. job. So nice job. what's the outlook, Dave Cruz, for 2018? There's so much. I mean, we heard the State hey, of Dave. the Union. Hey, Dave. Dave, just yeah. remember, he's yeah. he's recording you, and he's going to try to call you out at the end of this year on what your outlook was. So I remember, know, he tried he tried you that, on that, right? and we got him, right? And, Michael, remember <laughs> that this is the February 1st show. Yeah, exactly. Because I think he <laughs> said what he said last. Anyway, yeah. so, um, anyway, so the outlook for 2018, we just heard the State of the Union. President Trump wants to spend $1.7 trillion on infrastructure jobs or infrastructure, which would create a ton of jobs, almost like Eisenhower-era jobs. Uh, over the next decade, rebuilding our infrastructure, 55,000 bridges in trouble in our country. Loved hearing that. What do you think the outlook looks like in 2018, Dave? And how should Christ followers respond? Well, in the equity market, I think we, we're not done yet. So, so we had a great year last year, but we had 10 years of, of money in the market that really didn't do much from 2000 to 2000, end of, end of the recession, 2009. So now we got, we still have room to make up. And, and with the, uh, with the money coming back into the country, with interest rates still low, employment strong, uh, we're, we should have a decent year this year. Should be so, a good year, good year to be in stocks. So if a company like Apple repatriates, you said 50 billion? No, 200 no, and like 50 billion. billion. So will they buy back stock? Was that the kind of stuff they'll do with that? Or what will they well, do with that money? You know, some people get upset because they might buy back stock. But so what? That, that's great use of the money. If they think their stock is cheap, they should buy it back. 
And um, what it drives the price of existing stockholders up. I think that's you know that's that's fine with me. Buy stock back is one thing, but 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 what they're doing the, the plant they're building is not buying stock back. That's that's putting more money in the infrastructure. That's great. So how should we as Christ followers respond to this kind of financial news? Well, Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. So if you don't have a plan for your 2018 and 2019 and 2020 and beyond, you know, that's where we come in and we can sit down with you. It's, it's so the answer, not answer anyone's question, but this is my own thought at the beginning of the show. So if there's anyone out there that really kind of thinks it's too late, I think one of the questions you asked earlier is kind of how, you know, why do people put things off? like planning for death or planning for their future. And sometimes they just don't know who to go to, right? True. You know, you know, or do I, do I talk to my accountant or do I, you know? So we're give, this is an open invitation. We would love to talk to you. Now is a great time to still get your plan together for 2018. It's Scripture, Proverbs 15.22, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. Last thing, uh, in Proverbs 13.16, a wise man thinks ahead and a fool doesn't. Well, and and we, love, we love to talk about it, even if somebody didn't become a client. That's, that's what we do every yeah. day, and, and we're in the business because we like it. So even if he came in and just say, hey, what do you think of of this stock or what do you think is going to happen this year we'll be glad to share our opinion yep. done that many times the- yes well, now what about, you know, there, a lot of people are starting to get bigger paychecks. It loosens up the ability for them to make a bigger investment in their retirement, right? Yeah, exactly. so, so it, it is. But here, he, if someone is actually, if somebody doesn't have any investment saved and they're like saying, okay, I, I might, I might, I might see another $2,000 this year just in saving on taxes. My, my wages are going to go up a little bit probably. You know, what should someone like me do? Number one is you need to save up an emergency fund three to six months. That's a Dave Ramsey policy. So if, my, my thought behind it's that actually too, a biblical, kind biblical, of a, well, it's saving, like but, Dave but, more credit but, than he but, deserves. But the months, the <laughs> sure. months, the months time frame. you know, and then second. Secondly, pay off all your high interest high interest rate credit cards. Get that stuff paid off, and then and you don't know, ever let that grow again. And th- yeah, then you ha- then you need to start saving. You need to investing. You know, letting it grow, letting it compound. It's amazing that if you would have put a thousand dollars in the stock market last year, it'd be worth. Uh, you know, if you just put it in an index fund, it'd be worth over twelve, almost thirteen hundred dollars just in one year. And if you'd have put it in the bank, it'd have been worth a thousand and twenty three cents. Actually, less because of inflation last year was two percent. Did you calculate inflation? Into your expansion number, no, I'm just saying. Well, you I, said, I said hey, twelve hundred you know, to thirteen hundred. I gave myself oh. a nice window. This is what I do for a living, Jim. Dave, <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, not going to get into that one. Yeah, uh, but, uh, you know, as we talked to Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management, I want to make sure you know these guys are accessible. And, and 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 like I said, these guys have sponsored the show from the beginning. But I just I don't have them just come on the show because they sponsor the show. I have them come on the show because I trust them, I love them, and I know that they take into consideration the eternal perspective and and we have a lot of fun talking about different things and we've talked about a lot we talked about end times today we've talked about financial markets we've talked about loving our 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 spouses we've talked about you know just really one of those the biggest things we haven't gotten to yet you know it's february's love month how much love are you showing your family you know let's just say you're in your 70s or your 80s and you haven't planned yet for the eventual death that will happen in your life how is that showing love to your family or how do you have an opportunity to really show love to your family? Dave? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, so so if, you, if, you, 
if you are nearing or at retirement, have not put away financially. I guess one, you know, how, you can ask yourself, how's God using this in my life? I mean, uh, you know, I, I think one thing that we all have to do if we have kids and grandkids say, you know, hey, don't make the same mistakes I made. Start when you're young. Um, you know, most of people our age either had pensions or Social Security or both or 401k. So. So younger people are not going to have that. I, nothing I'd rather see. I'd love to see young people come in and open open a, a retirement account. It's just it's just so much fun to work with them and say, okay, you keep doing this for thirty years, and and you know your your account's going to be worth a million, whatever. Um, it's 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 a lot of fun for us. Yeah. And, and Luke, there's scriptures that are out there as far as, you know, as a Christ follower, we're supposed to be taking care of our families. Well, you, well, God tells you to be a good steward, right? So, you know, take care of what he's blessed you with, but also, yeah, looking out for, um, you know, looking out for those that are going to be left behind. Um, yeah, sorry. I didn't know. I had this incredible, I had a conversation last night with a couple that together they make a couple hundred thousand plus dollars a year. Yep. And I was asking the question that they were, well, it was a mentor survey, and so I won't mention their names, but they said, well, it asked about, do you have a budget that you agree on? And they well, we don't have a budget. We don't need to. We make enough money. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Right. What's the fallacy in that one? Well, yeah, I, right. There is a, there's always a budget, right? There's always a budget. But I, I, but I, I, well, I, if you I, fail to plan, you plan to fail. Right. Isn't that true? I mean, people who have yeah. a lot of money and they don't have any plan, that means they're, hard, they're probably not saving any money at the end of the month. Well, what, what it might boil down to is one of them has a plan in their head and the other one goes along with it, you know. So that I, I can kind of, I mean, I kind of understand. You've been married 17 years. Does that work? Have you got a plan in your head but you don't communicate to Dana? Does that work? No, we, we, we know. We have talked about it. It's, it's almost, you know, just recently, you know, 2018, just kind of laid things out there so she knows. And we got the list together of stuff that we want to start doing and, you know, prioritizing stuff and not trying to cram it all into one year. And yeah, but and it, Dave, that, what about you? You've yeah. been married 45 plus years, right? How many years is it? 47 going on 48. This 47 Lord will, years. Lord willing. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, you know, I am willing, buddy. I mean, you know, do you guys, do you guys live off a of budget? Oh, that was crickets. Did you hear that one? <laughs> Okay. Wow, I'm, bad connection. I'm, the connection. I'm thinking how to how to form this. We live uh, kind of like Luke is, is saying. It's not a formal written budget, but we know what we spend, and, um, and and I see every you know nowadays with the modern technology, I see exactly what's being spent and what's not being spent. So yes. Yes, with communication, there, you know, communication. Yeah, communication. She knows that you know if, if things are tight one month, I'll let her know. We we'll just communicate. It's an ongoing thing. It's it's not a once a year type deal. But you know, she also knows she's not going to go spend five hundred bucks without ever talking to me, and, and, and vice versa. I wouldn't without talking to her. So first that's either. your limit. You know yeah, there's. Yeah, we have that. She actually, if it's over a couple hundred bucks, almost like feels like she needs to say, "Hey, Dana, we'll just, give you a call." Yeah, or, 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 text, or shoot yeah. me a text. Hey, I'm here. What do you think about this? And she, you know, doesn't always like my answer. She's like, <laughs> but, back, back but you know, what I was back yeah. to what I was saying. I alluded to before, or probably said before, but I think it's so important. If somebody cannot leave money to the children, that's that's okay. I mean, we're not required to do that. But if they could teach their children to put money away for themselves later on, I think that is as important as leaving them a million dollars or whatever. You know. In fact, in fact, they would have a better self-esteem if they did it. So, well, it's, it's probably way better than just leaving them a million bucks. Because if you want yeah, to right? really screw up your children, just give them a whole bunch of money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Especially if you haven't trained them how to handle the money. I mean, that's a, that's yeah. some dangerous stuff. Yeah. 
Luke, yeah. how can people get a hold of you guys all, all week long? Well, I could be reached anytime on my cell phone, 727-798-4188, 727-798-4188. We have a great office, too, on West Bay, 2811 West Bay Drive. They can come in anytime. Or they can call you, Dave, at the office. What's the number? 727-586-5655. Luke and Dave, find them online at Bel Air Wealth Management. Com. All right, thanks, Luke and Dave. Great conversation. Talk about love and bubbles. Lots of fun with Luke and Dave always. Please do check them out online. If you don't have a financial advisor, please check them out. We do this because every one of us needs to do some planning. You know, the message is simple and clear. We're Christ followers. We're called to bring the freedom. We're called to set the captives free in our workplace. But every day you need to say it along with me. I'm a Christ follower, and I work for him.